you have a strong identity of self, you won't get distorted by other people's vision of you, right? You're not going to get affected uh, and all that. So that's what's more important. Again, a strong identity. Welcome to Masajati's podcast, Exponential Intelligence, where you can transform simply by listening. Experience the power of frequencies and the next step in consciousness evolution. All right, guys. Uh, welcome. Uh, again, my name is Masajati. Um, well, who am I? Well, I'm an expert in consciousness evolution. So what the hell does that mean, right? Well, I've had two near-death experiences, and from those uh, near-death experiences, uh, I see things from a very, very different level. You know, if you're in the, say, if you're in the picture, right, you really can't see what's what, what the picture is about. So what I've done, and that's what humanity is, right? They're in the picture, uh, but you have to step out of the frame. And what I've done is, well, through the two near deaths, uh, I've stepped out of that frame or uh, the picture of how humanity sees itself. So there's just a couple things that I just want to get by so we have... We, so we can define, uh, so we all have the same definition, right? And, and that's the problem with today's society, by the way, is that everybody has a very different definition and nobody knows, you know, what definition that they are uh, talking about, right? My definition of love might be very different than your definition of love or even, you know, uh, definition of, say, safety or security or health or, you know, God or whatever, right? And that's the problem with today's society right there's all these definitions and then everybody tries to pass laws uh they try to run a life they try to run a business they try to make a life uh and all different definitions so one there's only one real definition i call it the first principle method that exists right one top level uh again that exists uh here and if you operate from that say perception or that definition of whatever it is, again, love, safety, security, uh, vaccines in this case, uh, which we'll be talking a lot, but I just want to create, you know, a strong foundation. Uh, you, we get different, say, facts, different outcomes of situations. So, so uh, I'm talking from that first principle definition. Just to help you define what first principle definition is, well, take a look at, say, water. But uh, if you take a look at water and then you break it down to the molecules, you know, it's H2O, two hydrogen, one oxygen. So, And that's the purest definition of water. Anything else can't be broken down, right? Now, water can, you know, you can have minerals in water, uh, for example, right? And if you, say, look at a water molecule, you'd see, oh, it's got potassium, it's got, you know, iron, it's got this and that. That's not the water. That's not water, although it might contain it. So, but if you keep purifying it, purifying it, purifying, purifying, uh, you'll end up with pure water, pure H2O. Again, and it can't get broken down anymore. So in, say, belief systems okay, or methods uh, or even, say, proof uh, of science, there's always, say, exceptions to the rule. Well, you know, I believe in this, but in this scenario, I can't believe in it. Well, then you're not at a top level. You're not at that pure uh, level which that say statement or that fact could be right uh, just like science for example well you know uh, science it, you know it works in 80 percent of the people well what about the other 20 percent and then did you check all the variables 
So obviously those facts, you know, aren't at the first principle or the first layer. And that's why there's always exceptions to the rule. You know, you have a belief system, uh, whatever it might be. Think of any belief system that is available to you. And then are there exceptions to the rule? Whatever you believe in, you know, you believe in your religion. That's totally fine. I'm not against any religion, not against any culture or anything like that. But I do push you to see what you really believe in and what you think those things uh, are all about, right? Are there exceptions to the rule in that religion? Does it work? Does the laws of that religion, and I talk about the religion because as, as I analyze you, and I'll give you a little um, brief on on my abilities, but as you analyze that religion, again, if there's a ton of exceptions to the rule, then that that religion doesn't, it's not working on the first principle method, okay? Or the first principle beliefs. Uh, same thing with science. In this case, in this scenario, it's science. Science says, well, it's this, and science says it's that, right? And then what happens is like 10 years later, well, they find out that it wasn't this and it wasn't that. So why was it fact, you know, back then? And then why is it not fact, you know, now? And you might go, well, it never is. It's always been fact. No, uh, most of science, again, over, I would say over 90%, uh, other than, uh, the, the logistical or the physical elements, you know, like say gravity, they've got a good handle on gravity, but there's a lot of scenarios, even on gravity where there's exceptions to the rule. So again, that's where we've gotten into, say, the quantum mechanics or quantum physics of, say, gravity. Um, so when you get to those pure and pure and pure levels, again, there's less exceptions to the rule. But again, science, you know, they have they have a lot of facts, uh, especially when it comes to human physiology, human health, human psychology, because we're such an expansive being, you know, narrowing it down uh, to the instrumentation or the study methods uh, that we have today to, again, study and research. Uh, very limited. That's why every every five to, you know, 10 years, a decade, uh, they'll go, well, you know, your human body runs like this, right? Um, and then 10 years later, it's like, it, it's like, oh, shit, we made a freaking mistake. It, it doesn't run like that at all. Uh, just to give you some examples, uh, back in the day, um, <clears throat> they used to think that lobotomy, cutting off the frontal part of your uh, brain, was a cure for uh, depression. Uh, and some of the other illnesses that people had, you know, anxiety, depression, personality disorders, they would just go in there, lob off, uh, you know, the front part and then like it was normal, um, back in the day before they had the advent of the microscope, uh, they had no idea what bacteria was about, uh, uh, the microscope, the advent of glass, basically, okay, that was the beginning uh, refining glass to a point to magnify and then understanding the smaller quantum, say, uh, particles or the quantum world. Uh, they started to understand bacteria. They started to understand viruses. They started to understand a whole host of, say, the unseen world that dictated what this reality or how the human body creates itself. So back before glass, ever happened, they had no idea of uh, bacteria. So doctors, surgeons would go from room to room um, <clears throat> and they had, you know, doctors have ego. They'd go from room to room and they wouldn't clean up. 
they wouldn't clean up their blood. They would, you know, the more blood that they had on their hands, um, the more impressive they would look. So they would go from, you know, uh, patient to patient. And uh, you can look this up. They would go from patient to patient, um, you know, thinking that it's all good. But then their patients would die of strange viruses. At the time, they didn't even know what a virus was, but strange illnesses or strange symptoms, although the surgery was successful. Again, the advent of the glass, uh, which turned into later on the microscope, allowed us to go, oh, shit, you know, we're transferring bacteria or what we call bacteria and viruses. And then that's where uh, that's where, you know, cleanliness came about. So, uh, 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 and, you know, a whole host mechanisms of, again, separating bacteria and viruses. Uh, let's talk about viruses for a little bit in today's society, again, through, through media standards and, you know, what everybody thinks about viruses and bacteria, by the way, uh, are the mechanisms or the hosts uh, of the world without viruses, bacteria, and all those things of the unseen world that, most people don't even know about, including the experts and the scientists they don't know about, uh, create this reality. So again, in today's society, you know, bacteria, viruses uh, are dead. Uh, they're not good for you. You're supposed to destroy everything. You're supposed to keep everything clean. Uh, again, that's a great train wreck waiting to happen. Uh, back in the day, they, you know, the kids get dirty. Right. Kids get dirty. And what they do is uh, back in the day, they did this study where all the kids, they did hand sanitizer. No matter where you went, you know, uh, hand sanitizing, hand sanitizing. And then over time, what happened was those kids got more ill than ever because they were killing off the bacteria. That's a natural element for your hands to survive, to contain itself, to have that bacteria in order. Right. Uh, to have normalized bacteria. That's what protects you. Again, the bacteria is not a bad thing. Viruses necessarily aren't a bad thing. By the way, those things are there for your immunity. Uh, I just want to reiterate, when you take an antibiotic and then that antibiotic creates a stronger strain of itself, and then you would have to take a stronger antibiotic right next time around to, uh, again, kill off that bacteria. Well, that's how your natural immune system works. Because your body is, uh, again, trillions of bacteria working harmoniously. The key is that it works harmoniously. There's a natural state where bacteria, uh, all the bacteria that are in your system, you know, you have bacteria in the liver, you have bacteria in your gut to break down foods a certain way. You have certain bacteria that breaks down, uh, you know, certain chemicals. You know, you have bacteria that breaks down, you know, certain minerals. You know, you have, ba- you have a specific bacteria that, you know, pulls out, uh, vitamin D, uh, from your body. You have certain bacteria that pulls out, you know, all the other elements in your body that your body needs. So each bacteria within your system, is beneficial for you. It knows how to do its job. The problem is that, you know, when you have an overrun of a certain bacteria, even good bacteria, uh, it overruns the system. It's not normalized. What happens is that, well, uh, you get ill, you get sick, even with good bacteria. That's the problem with today's society, by the way. You know, we think we know something at a deeper level. We need to kill off 
all the bacteria. Bacteria is bad for you. And then what happens? It starts to destroy itself. So, because a fact can be true at any, a fact can be true at a certain level, but then it's not true at another level. Okay. Like at the lower levels, uh, for example, uh, you know, anything, um, like say stealing, right? Uh, at the lower levels, stealing would be okay. At the higher levels of consciousness, uh, awakening, stealing would not be okay. So, so again, start to understand that, start to notice that. And you go, well, how can stealing be okay? Well, th- think of it this way. If your daughter, for example, uh, if your kid, uh, needs a prescription drug to survive, uh, otherwise they die. So in that scenario, what happens? Uh, I would steal if I didn't have the money. Uh, I bet you would too. You do anything, uh, to have your child survive. So is that, is that a bad thing? So how do we know what's good and bad? Uh, we really don't. Uh, it depends on the situation, right? And it depends on the consciousness that you involve yourself in that experience or that situation in that scenario at that lower level, because we trump human morality, human uh, again, human dignity trumps uh, the constitute or the rules of how society defines good and bad from it. And there's plenty and plenty uh, other examples. Look at all the um, situations that you thought was, say, negative for you. But then what happens is that those negative or so-called negative situations were moments that you grew the most. So at a lower level, yes at a lower level of consciousness where you experienced it, it was bad for you. At the higher levels of consciousness, uh, it improved you, right? It made you more hardier. It gave you character. Character is simply uh, those individuals who've experienced a hell of a lot and then they've grown massively from it. Simple as that, right? That's what's called character. So again, defining things as good or bad, are the vaccines good or bad? We're going to go through that at a very, very different level. So, so I do jump around a bit, uh, and that's the way I teach. It's better for you because your brain is not a linear mechanism. So what I do is I open up pockets of thought, and then I might leave those pockets of thought open. I don't end it. I don't finalize it for you. Right? It's very nutritious for you that way, because if I don't finalize a thought for you, it allows you to nurture your own thoughts around the subject. So it's not me telling you what to do. And then you become a clone of me or you go, Master said, no, I open those thoughts out for you and then you nourish it the way you need. And uh, and then in that way, as you nourish it the way you need a higher level or a higher version of understanding for you comes about as well. So some of you might feel uncomfortable. It's not me. It's not, uh, it's not the, uh, the information that I'm relaying to you. It literally is that you are, say, working your way to a higher level of logic and consciousness. Okay. So, so again, if you're feeling uncomfortable, uh, it's okay. Or if you're feeling like I'm on the right track, uh, it's okay too as well. Either way, uh, again, we're all, uh, expanding to a higher, deeper understanding. So vaccines and how it affects your future. So what this talk is and, and is not, 
Okay? It's not about giving you more so-called facts uh, to confuse you. Uh, it is not a conspiracy theory. Uh, it does not have an agenda. Uh, you make your own choices. So I'm not here for the vaccines. I'm not here against the vaccines. Again, because at a higher levels of consciousness, uh, anything can be used uh, to benefit you. And that's the key. Can vaccines allow you to, say, awaken to your higher benefit, to your higher self? Uh, and yes, they can. Anything can, uh, again, be used to awaken you. And that's the purpose of your life here. Uh, whatever you do is supposed to awaken you. Uh, but unfortunately, at the lower levels of consciousness, uh, they don't. And then also, this this talk, it doesn't care about the facts. Because facts are meaningless. And I'll tell you why. Uh, and I have explained why. Uh, and we'll explain more on why facts are meaningless. And what's a more accurate way of telling you what's real or not. So I call that predictive vision. Okay, or you might call it future vision. We'll go to part one, who is Masajati? My name is Masajati for those who are new. So why am I an expert on talking about this? Well, I've had two near-death experiences. From those near-death experiences, I see things from a very different perspective. Again, I'm out of the picture. I'm out of the frame. I see consciousness, humanity, from a very, very, very different perspective. I've, I've gone to realities or I've gone to possibilities outside of space and time. And I know that kind of sounds strange, right? It's like, how the hell can you do that? Well, I've done it. Uh, it doesn't matter on how or I, it seems impossible. Uh, I've been there. Hundreds of thousands of people who have gone through my courses, uh, who have had sessions with me with amazing transformations. People who, and again, I'm not saying I cure anybody in any way. Uh, don't get me wrong. Tons of people have, say, uh, healed themselves of cancers or debilitating diseases or terminal diseases. Uh, their lives have become functional. They've stopped their addictive patterns. They've become more healthier, uh, things that they thought is a dead end road for them. Again, they all awaken. Uh, they have beautiful, fantastic relationships. They've reclaimed their health. Uh, they've reclaimed their money in the proper way. They've become a whole human. So again, not just one or two instances, hundreds of thousands of people already. So that's the bottom line. How that happens? Well, science, uh, that's science's job to find out, you know, how those things happen. By the way, I'm not saying, uh, you know, it's all me. Uh, I'm saying that, hey, we all have this potential, right? So just note that. Those standards of becoming completely abundant, that's our natural right. So, so that's my expertise. Uh, again, my success in changing lives uh, at a, over a 90%, say, success ratio. I would say much over like 95, closer to 99%. Okay. I have abilities to see or analyze your life and know exactly what's going on with you without you having to say anything about you. Simple as that. I can see your algorithm or the way you operate uh, your life and I can see what patterns you're running and then help you edit and remove those patterns. Okay. Uh, and that's the predictive vision that I have. Uh, I've predicted a, a ton of things that have come through. It's about predictive vision. It's about what's happening in the future. Say you have a fact that works here today, but then there's so many circumstances and variables that change 
through the future. So when you have predictive vision or future vision, this is where you get the accuracy on what you're doing today, right? What you do today and you see what happens in the future, that's called predictive uh, programming. They use it in computers to understand what happens if you do X, Y, and Z, you know, what's the outcome on that? So what does all this have to do with vaccines, right? Well, there's so much garbage out there. There's so many facts out there. There's so many facts against vaccines. Uh, There's so many facts for vaccines. That's the problem. And we don't know which way to go. And then we get all lost and then we get into fear. And then when we get into fear, this is where, uh, again, facts don't matter anymore because when people are in fear, they'll latch onto anything. And most individuals are in fear, either one way or the other. They either run away from vaccines or they run towards vaccines. That's the number one problem. We have to have, again, a strong decision on which way to go. I'm going to go into the deeper levels and understanding, again, future vision on what happens if you take a vaccine. Again, from my abilities of future vision. So what are we experiencing now? Probabilities of, of uh, so we'll get into probabilities of how vaccines work uh, and what happens to your body when you're taking a vaccine. And then also questions from uh, the audience that we've accumulated. When I see individuals who take vaccines, um, I see a, a break a breakdown of their genetic makeup. So my abilities, again, I see if you have diseases and whatever. Uh, blood issues and all that. So when I see people who take the vaccines, there's a disconnect. Their blood starts to separate. Their blood isn't homogeneous. So, so that's the number which one issue that I see. And again, it's not everybody will go through this. Okay. The, the, when I said earlier, excuse me, vaccines is a magnifier. That's what we need to know. So if you have underlying diseases, if you have underlying issues, and it's more than just health issues, it could be personality disorders. It could be something that runs in your family that was buried, right? Uh, and now that, um, you know, that propensity of you having, uh, you know, that family disorder that was a small part of you is magnified for you. So again, the vaccines is a magnifier of your weaknesses. If you're awakened, it's a magnifier of your strengths, right? So when I see this uh, and when I see what happens to individuals, um, and again, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a scientist, but as I understand it or as I see what happens to the vaccine, you have your DNA. You have your DNA. And there's a communication between your DNA and how it creates your body. Like there's a DNA that says, hey, your hair is curly, right? And it creates, you know, creates curliness in your hair. So <clears throat> that communication between, you know, the, the blueprint of how your DNA works compared to how it renders itself. Again, like say curly hair, dark skin, light skin, blue eyes, right? That's all dictated by your DNA. So when you take the vaccine, uh, and again, any form, whether it's the RNA uh, or the non, you know, RNA, uh, and <clears throat> so we'll get into that as well. What happens is that there's that communication issue between, uh, again, the blueprint and then, say, the workers or how it creates itself. So so when that happens, uh, you start not having, say, in this case, 
again, curly hair. It gets confused on how to create curly hair. So the information from your DNA gets miscommunicated and renders itself different. So you might not have curly hair in this example. Okay, and I'm just giving you an off the wall example so we don't get say stuck. But so don't get stuck on the examples. So uh, again, your DNA says you're supposed to have curly hair, you know, and then the mechanics on you having curly hair, right? Or brown hair or gray hair or whatever it is, um, that gets fucked up. So, so at a bigger level, you know, say that your DNA says, Hey, your liver is supposed to create this and this and this enzyme to break down the food. Well, if that communication gets messed up, well, your liver might not produce uh, the right chemicals, right? So uh, at a deeper level, say that humanity existed long enough, um, and it goes deeper and deeper, by the way. And I'll give you a deeper example uh, about this. So say that the mRNA, the mRNA is based on uh, something, an identity, or a blueprint that's outside of human structure. So what that means is that it's taken from an animal. It has a different identity. Okay? So think of it. If there's an animal identity or a frequency, uh, and just to clarify that for you, say that your DNA, it's a blueprint, okay? and it says that you're human. So that's the first structure. It creates you as a human. And humans have certain structures, right? They have the arms, they have the fingers, they have, you know, the legs and facial features and all that of a human. That's why we identify it as human, right? There's a coding in your DNA that dictates that humans look this way and humans are created this way, right? And humans work function this way. But when you inject, uh, like an animal DNA as a carrier, into your DNA and, and the vaccines are not vaccines. The vaccines are not normal vaccines. This type of so-called vaccines is very different than the vaccines back in the day. That's the other problem and hasn't been tested. Again, there was no room for testing, right? Usually those things will take decades to test before they would put it on humans, but there was no testing of this new vaccine, by the way and the structure of this vaccine. So it shouldn't even be called a vaccine. And I'll give you the difference. Uh, but let me finish that example. When you take like an animal carrier, uh, and then and what these vaccines do uh, is, again, penetrate uh, the makeup of your DNA. So, so what that means is that your natural propensity to be human, for example, because now you have an animal carrier, right? There's a blueprint of an animal that goes into your DNA and then that fucks up your, your human identity. So, so again, the DNA starts to not understand that you're a human organism. It starts to uh, think that you might be something different and it confuses how you're supposed to render or how you're supposed to create yourself. So the chemicals, for example, <clears throat> that, you know, uh, chemical releases in your digestive tract, it's very different from an animal, like say a squirrel, uh, or a dog, or, you know, a mouse, uh, compared to say the human digestive system. So when you mess with that base structure or the base blueprint, uh, of, of, of your DNA, uh, there's going to be a lot of problems in the future, by the way. Okay. So, so, uh, so hold, hold, hold on to that thought. Vaccines back in the day, 
what vaccines were intended was basically, uh, I'm not against vaccines. I'm not, I'm not an anti-vaxxer um, because vaccines are a natural property of how you you grow and expand and, you know, you improve your, um, you improve your, um, well, you improve your health, right? Your, um, your immune system, uh, you strengthen your immune system. Just like what, just like, uh, what I was talking about is about, about the back, <clears throat> about the antibiotics, right? And the bacteria gets stronger. So, so vaccines back in the day, they would, they would inject you with a weaker form of the virus. And then it was your natural, it was your body's natural, uh, say mechanism. Again, just like that bacteria we talked about. It's your body's natural, uh, mechanism to create antibodies that would fight off the bacteria. And then that's how you would become immune to something. So that's how natural, uh, vaccines should work. And again, that's totally fine. So in that scenario, I would be all for vaccines. Um, because uh, again, that's how we, again, uh, as a human, uh, as a human society, we evolve into higher and higher levels of immunity. Okay. Um, it's a natural process that your body uses. So science is pulling that natural process and mechanizing it again, but using or aiding that natural process for you. The problem is that, um, they, they infiltrate or they inject, you know, like mercury into the vaccines. They inject uh, a ton of stuff. Like in today's vaccines that you're, they're using, uh, I don't know, it seems like a something that grows, like a fertilizer-based vaccine or, you know, f- uh, chemicals um, that are used to grow things. So I, I don't know what that looks like. Uh, there might be like research on that. But uh, again, it's not, it's like miracle Grow. You guys know what miracle grow is? You know, they, they put it to enhance the growth of plants. So basically that's what they're using in the vaccines. So, so again, vaccines overall, uh, in its pure form, it's fantastic. It's super fantastic. But why the mercury? Why all the poisons that literally will kill you? Uh, if you take, you know, bigger doses of it. Uh, and by the way, you're, you're, it's a poison. It's not a virus or bacteria. So your body doesn't know what to do with it. So it doesn't enhance it. It just destroys it. So, so again, it ruins the natural mechanism. Um, this is not a vaccine. What happens is that it edits your gene pool. It edits your DNA, your gene structure. And that's the problem. Uh, in this scenario, uh, from what I'm seeing is that it edits it. And then it, it it almost inputs, say, a different type of information in your DNA. I don't know or I can't quite tell what that is. But again, it changes your genetic makeup. For one, it makes it non-human, especially if you have the mRNA vaccine. Uh, so your genetic cell structure goes, hey, uh, I don't know if I'm a human cell or I'm a rat cell or uh, I'm a bat cell or whatever that they took the, you know, the animal thing, basically whatever animal they took it out of, basically that replicates in your cell structure. So that's the base uh, issue of say the mRNA vaccines. So, and I don't know what they have in there. Nobody knows because it's proprietary. And that's another question I have. It's like, if some, somebody is injecting you uh, with something and they go, well, it's a proprietary mix. Well, fuck that. You know, you can keep your proprietary mix. 
You know, I want to know what's injected in my body, right? Uh, I don't care how many patents you have, then it shouldn't be uh, forced upon me. So that's something that you all have to stand up. So uh, parts of it is that DNA, from what I'm seeing, is is a learning mechanism. It's always alive. It, it has an antenna, uh, and that's why we adapt to our environment. And then future generations get better and better, right? Unfortunately, humans don't adapt to uh, like nature, right? The next generation gets better and better. Uh, and humans, um, and again, I've explained, explained this before, but a lot of new people, say in the lion species, right? Uh, uh, lion species, they have heart issues. In one or two generations, those heart issues would disappear and the lions would have a stronger heart. Uh, in humans, unfortunately, you have heart issues, and it carries over, right? Next generation, next generation, next generation. So that's the issue with humans. But again, that's a side note. So understanding that, what happens is that now you have a, a DNA that's not even human anymore. So as you pass that on, and it doesn't evolve, it doesn't, say, strengthen human, uh, the evolvement of humans. So in the future, uh, you're not if you can have babies, if you're not sterilized, uh, because, uh, again, when the egg and sperm mix, uh, you're not you're not exactly sure or that egg and sperm. Not, it doesn't know exactly sure what coding is it's like. Well, you know, what is this blueprint? It, it looks like human, uh, but it, it's not, a, you know, it's not a clear definition of human. So you're going to have issues or you're going to have uh, a lot of children uh, with abnormalities, strange freaking abnormalities that are out there uh, for you, things that science have never seen before. So, again, that's one of my predictions that you'll see for those individuals who can have babies uh, will have that. Also, uh, since and that's not just, you know, for future generations, uh, like I said, DNA is is very uh it's 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 very flexible it's very dynamic it's very fluid so what that means is it adapts to its environment uh, readily it doesn't take uh, the next generation so what that means and i'll give you an example uh and by the way a lot of things work this way but you know we just know it readily by this example when women you know in with with their menstrual cycles when they live cohabitate together, you know, like a dorm or something like that. Uh, most of those, again, most of those women uh, adapt to, say, the strongest uh, individual, okay? Not by wealth, not by, con not by, you know, whatever, but at a frequency level, the one that's going to survive or the one that has the strongest genes. Everybody else, all the other women adapt to that survival mechanism that that person and that's why it's called evolution so that's what happens so it's it's a frequency that resonates and, and people go well it's the way you know uh the the woman smells you know their pheromones and so on like that it's more than that it's it's a frequency that we all resonate that goes beyond the physicalness uh of this uh, of this reality and then we adapt to that stronger person so so what happens is that if you're messing with that frequency and then you connect with somebody, say, say that there's one, that strong woman gets a vaccine. That's, and then all the other women will adapt to her DNA. And then when that happens is that you wouldn't even have to take the vaccine because we're always adapting to, uh, again, that person's 
DNA, right? Uh, or making a mix of it, because that's how, again, we uh, we evolve. So you wouldn't even have to take the vaccine for those people who are weaker or are follower types. Um, by the way, you would get affected by, even if you didn't take the vaccine, uh, you would get affected by the masses. So, so uh, again, you don't even have to. So that's how insidious this vaccine, so-called vaccine, is. That's how distorting it becomes. Overall, it destroys your identity of being human. And if you don't, most people don't understand themselves anyway. Think of it. Most people are trying to find who they are. And now, and this is where, you know, we have all these, you know, sexual preferences and so on like that. Uh, and again, there's nothing wrong with it. But again, we don't understand. Even heterosexuals don't even understand who they are. And now we have to fight with shed. It's like, I don't even know if I'm fucking human. So think of that. Your body, your identity, not at a, even at a conscious level, at a deeper level on how you render yourself going, well, who the hell am I? You know, how am I going to render myself here if, if that blueprint isn't even human anymore? It's like it, nature doesn't even know what the hell it is. So you're going to have a lot of breakdowns, a lot of mental disturbances, a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear that'll show up in people, a lot of terror that'll show up in people, a lot more. The depression, again, turns into terror because when people are depressed or suicidal, families of that nature, um, and they start drowning, think of, think of somebody that's drowning and you're out there to help them. What do they do? And they're fearful as hell as drowning. They'll tear you apart to survive. That's what you'll see in the near future. Good people that are scared as hell that'll do the strangest fucking thing to again survive. And you'll see a lot of chaos in that. Because as they lose their identity, as their DNA starts to take over into something else, they're going to try anything to survive. So again, in the future, you'll have a lot of, say, disturbances or a lot of, say, mental illness that, well, has never been recorded before. On top of that, uh, and then we'll get into the questions, is that, um, you know, uh, since, uh, again, this thing is, this thing is a magnifier uh, of who you are, uh, of, you know, your genetic makeup, again, including who you are. What happens is that, uh, say that you have illnesses, It'll just magnify. So if you have a propensity, again, of diabetes, uh, for example, heart issues, so like that, it'll progress. It'll magnify. It'll speed that up. So for every, say, year, uh, and again, I'm just giving you an example. It might be accurate for you. It might not be not because it's a lot of variables out there. Say that, you know, your heart degrades, uh, you know, in, in five years, you know, by 50%. So in a year, your heart degrade will degrade in by 50% in a year. So everything, your illnesses, uh, again, will speed up for you. So uh, again, I'm, I'm not a scientist or anything. I'm just telling you future vision on what happens on scientists don't even know, uh, you know, the cause because one, they didn't have the, the time to research it. And two, again, science is always wrong. 
like I said before, right? They're always finding new ways and then they're going, fuck, we messed up, right? So, so that's what you're going to find out. So let's just jump into, uh, the vaccine questions. Uh, were the vaccines created from a benevolent or malicious intent? If malicious, what specifically is the intent? Well, you know, you have a guy that pushes, uh, again, talking about Bill Gates, and he said it on his, you know, TED Talk, and I don't want to get into, you know, conspiracy theories or anything like that, uh, but he said it in his TED Talk, you know, uh, that we need to reduce our carbon footprint, and the only way we can do that is to reduce the population. Well, obviously not, uh, you know, a, a future thinker, because there's plenty of ways to reduce your carbon footprint, uh, you know, outside of, like, destroying humanity. Right. And then when you when people like that uh, start to go, well, there's just too many people, you know, and then they start to be a God complex. Basically, that's where you're going to have issues. Uh, and then it's the destruction of society. So that's the bigger version of, of that. But, you know, when somebody like that, you know, uh, that has impact and influence on a TED talk goes out, it's like, well, you know, uh, and he even says it, you know, through vaccines and through whatever else, you know, we're going to reduce the population. Um, and then he comes out and then creates a vaccine or is a push for the vaccine and goes, hey, you know what? You need to take the vaccine to save your lives. Wouldn't you question somebody like that? But society doesn't. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But uh, again, so is it malicious intent? Yes. Uh, and then you have to think of other things as well. You know, it's like, why does Congress, again, pass laws that indemnify, you know, the pharmaceuticals against any issue uh, or any, uh, you know, negative side effect of the vaccines? You can't do anything about it. You can't go sue them or anything like that. Uh, so why would they pass laws years before, you know, any talk of the vaccines? So those are the two major things. So obviously something uh, is going on. But at a higher level, um uh, you know, the wave comes through, right? The wave of consciousness comes comes through and clarifies. Um, and, and that transparency was supposed to awaken us. But unfortunately, humans at this lower level will will take that awakening or take that transparency, right? And destroy itself from it because that's what humans unfortunately do. So again, it was an opportunity for, again, that transparency to create great awakening for society. But the control mechanisms, uh, use it to again control and destroy. Unfortunately, so yes, uh, something that was supposed to be beneficial uh, has turned say negative for humanity. Although uh, that consciousness again, that transparency for nature uh, and for the earth and for say the planetary systems, you'll see a great awakening or a great say expansion uh, of purity uh, evolving, and that's where humans should have been. Humans, again, have free will, so they can go one way or the other. Does that mean that all humans will die off? Well, there's two probabilities, and we've gone kind of past the probability of, of humans going extinct again, basically. And basically what extinction is of humans, and it's not the first time that humans have gotten ex gone extinct. Uh, it's about, say, this is about version 8, where basically we fucked up so far, so off, you know, we're so off our plan that where we should be is like, well, fuck guys, uh, let's, we got to just start from scratch. And then, you know, 10,000 years later, another version of human like pops up and then we learn from the past mistakes. So at this point, 
uh, again, it was about, say, nine months ago where that huge decision was made as human consciousness to go, well, are we going to go extinct uh, again? Are we too dumb to go? Uh, we're we're going to hold on to those things that don't work. Uh, and then do we have to destroy, you know, just like clean off the slate and then start fresh? So we made that decision to go, no, we're not. So again, in this in this probability, uh, there's going to be a mass awakening. So and that's the great divide that you see. Okay, you're either say an awakening level is say 500. And again, I'm just throwing numbers for example. If you're below 500, uh, you're not awakened, and at some level you'll disappear uh, and disconnect. Uh, if you're past 500, uh, well, you awaken. That train of being on that train, if you're, say, again, above 500, and again, I'm just, that could be, it could be a thousand, it could be 10, the numbers don't matter. I'm just giving you an example. Uh, 500, you get a ticket to be on the train of consciousness that goes into the future. Okay? That train is leaving the station. Uh, and once that train leaves the station and picks up speed, you can't change your mind. You can't change that frequency. And it is what it is. Okay. Whatever's, and say that you're awakened, but, uh, you're awakened, but again, you've got a lot of family baggage that burns you down and it pulls down your score. And again, it's not your fault, but it's your responsibility to be awakened, right? And leave that family baggage behind. So again, are you going to be on that train or not? That train is, by the way, it's pulled out of the station and it's picking up speed once it picks up speed you can't connect or jump onto it so you'll see more and more people awakening or making mass decisions and that's why these vaccines are such a hot topic because it's not about your health anymore it's not it's it's totally it's all about are you going to be on that train that exists and sees the future or are you going to perish and by the way Either way, you awaken. You either awaken in physical form, and that's the difference, again, these vaccines, or this consciousness. It's not necessarily vaccines. The consciousness here dictates that you have to awaken. Like I said, consciousness has come through that transparency like I talked about. Nature's taken the opportunity to awaken and better itself to a higher version. Okay, So if you are not awakened, you, you perish, you cross over, you awaken to a higher version because your old version cannot recreate itself in its future form in this reality, in this physical form, or at a higher levels of consciousness. Okay? So, um, so again, uh, there is a benevolent intent that's to cause, again, awakening for us to see all our garbage and to, again, die off the garment so we can elevate ourselves to a higher level. That's the benevolence of the awakening or the consciousness or what I call the purity wave coming through. The maliciousness is humans, again, looking at that opportunity and going, well, this is a version of, hey, we're losing control, right? Because if people awaken, again, those people, the small group uh, that think they control the world, go, hey, shit, we're, we're losing control. We need uh, steps in place to control or dumb down the people so we can continue that control, so we can continue the masses. So what do you do? You create more fear. And fear, you know, trumps everything. Uh, you create more fear and they'll gravitate to those things that will destroy you. So, uh, and that's what's happening. So that the benevolent intent is an opportunity for humans to awaken. The malicious intent is humans took that benevolent intent 
like they always do, uh, and then destroy destroy itself. So on average, if vaccinated, do the vaccines, one, minimize that person's chance of getting COVID? No, not at all. Uh, and again, there's a lot of background test uh, checks for it. And even in the pharmaceutical companies, uh, and again, uh, you can validate this, but just tapping into them is that it just says that uh, it, it it's not going to protect you from taking COVID, um, from taking the vaccine. Uh, so, and that's why you still have to wear a freaking mask. You know, if you if you did have if you did take the vaccine, you would have to you, you know you'd be immunized, right? Nature's natural process, right? If you've gone say if you've gotten a certain strain of flu, right? You're immunized, even if you didn't take the vaccine for that flu. Your body has created antigens, you know, to create you healthy. Uh, why would you need the um, the masks? Because it's not a vaccine to help you boost your immunity. It's not a vaccine. So again, you're, that's why you still have a chance to, uh, of getting COVID. So uh, does it minimize that person's chance of spreading COVID? Uh, no, not at all. Again, it's it's not a vaccine. It doesn't boost your immune system. It destroys it. It edits it. It edits your DNA. It doesn't strengthen or boost your immunity. Does it help get rid of ultra effects or long COVID symptoms? No. Uh no, not at all. In fact, it's a it's a it's a magnifier. So if you have underlying health issues, and again, most individuals who die of COVID one, um, <clears throat> from uh, again, uh, you can check the facts. But uh, most people, uh, and I've said this before, uh, most people who die of COVID don't die of COVID. They die from underlying issues that have magnified. Right? Somebody that was supposed to die of say heart issues. By the time they, you know, they get to say 60 or 70, right? Uh, they die at, well, they die at 45 and they're 44. So you'll see a lot of those patterns, uh, going through. So what specifically does the vaccine do to the body and or, uh, and or the DNA of a human? Uh, well, I talked about that. Uh, does the vaccine make the receiver trackable, uh, like chip tracking, <coughs> um, technology? Um, yes and no. So the yes part is that uh, they put in, say, nanoparticles, uh, and that's how it, say, edits. It's a new technology. It's a very new technology that scientists, again, are excited about, but they don't know the altering or the, the long-term effects of that. So, so in that case, uh, yes, uh, it, can, it can be. You can create mechanisms uh, or altering your gene pool, basically, uh, to create, say, machinery or mechanisms to, uh, you know, test your blood or something. It's like, so that can be trackable. Uh, there's a luminescence type quality, uh, in your DNA that happens. So that could be trackable. So the possibilities of you being able to be tracked like that, uh, yes. But the technology, uh, for you to be tracked like that, uh, is not available. So it's kind of like creating an infrastructure structure, you know, for something, you know, how the government creates infrastructures for roads and all that stuff, you know, and then like two decades later, they build the roads, right? So it's kind of like that. So at some level, they're creating an infrastructure. And again, those scientists don't know the after effect or the cause of that. Uh, the Russian vaccines track. Um, no, they think they track it, 
But again, they're way off. It's such a rudimentary, archaic uh, method. Again, science, today's science, guys, you might think it's highly advanced. But when it comes to the realms of humans, it's so freaking archaic. It's, it's, it's laughable on what they think or how they think uh, the body works. So chip tracking and so on like that, uh, again, uh, possibilities or the infrastructure might be laid out for you. Uh, the other aspect of uh, what I see more is that um, it might not be about a tracking device, but if your DNA is editable now, right? And if your DNA is more of a receiver, say, for example, that you put in, uh, again, something luminescent. I see something luminescent uh, in people who have uh, had the, the vaccines. So that luminescence basically uh, again, it goes beyond, say, metal particles and all that. Uh, it, it opens up the DNA to receive more. So it, it, it boosts, say, your strength, your connectivity. Okay. So when I was saying that the, your DNA learns from its environment, right? Through frequencies. Again, not through pheromones and so on like that, but through frequencies. So when you do that, what happens is that now you're luminescent. So you're higher, you have a higher propensity to adapt to the environment. Okay. So say that they send out certain frequencies because again, this new technology people are getting, you know, gene editing. Now they're getting into gene editing by three frequencies. Shit, I do that all the time, but I do it, you know, uh, you know, beneficially because I know at a deeper level all the frequencies that you need, right? But when you render a certain frequency, even in gene editing, it's not the best and it doesn't stay. But anyway, that's a, that's a side note. So say that again, you're luminescent, you're more receptive to the frequencies around you. So you're going to be more sensitive to the frequencies like radio waves uh, and other say non, non nature frequencies. Um, so, Say that somebody say sends out a, a certain frequency, uh, and again, frequencies dictate on who you are, how you render yourself, uh, how your emotions are, all those things. So uh, again, you're walking through, uh, they're sending frequencies. You don't hear them or anything, just like radio waves. You don't hear them, but you know there's an instrument that plays the waves that you're hearing, like a radio or any other type of receiver. So your body actually becomes a receiver. And then whatever is in the environment, again, what they're sending out, they can manipulate you. So, so I see it that way. Will it be encouraged that a person be revaccinated after a period of time, uh, every six months? Well, uh, since it's not a vaccination, uh, again, that's why you need to revaccinate. Um, but it, it builds, from what I'm seeing, it builds upon... Uh, so if you ask, what is the cumulative effect on the mind, body, spirit? Well, um, what happens is on your mind, body, and spirit is, is that there's an ebb and flow. Okay. Uh, your spirit sends out frequencies or your higher essence sends out frequencies, uh, to tell you that you're, say, in this case, human, right? And human conditions and to evolve yourself and have a better connectivity between your mind, body, and spirit. Your body, um, tells you or tells your spirit basically uh, what type of environment it is. Say like, you know, you go to the moon, right? Uh, and you have, you know, mission control, right? Basically, you know, the people on the moon telling, telling mission control, 
the environment, and then mission control, you know, says, hey, do this, 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 this to survive in that environment. So basically, you know, that's that connection. Your soul, um, mind, body, your spirit. Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, there's that connection point. So your your body is giving you feedback back to your spirit through, you know, your mind and, and more than that. Um, so, so what happens is that, well, the environment, your body doesn't have a clear, accurate reading on the environment anymore. And, and that clear, accurate reading or what it sends back to your spirit is very different than your cognitive mind, what you believe in and all that stuff. It literally is how you render or how you say create yourself here because you're a frequency. You're not solid objects. Again, you're a frequency. So since, since it's say, let's see, let, let me put it this way. So say you have clear eyesight, right? You have clear eyesight and, you know, mission control, your spirit sees clearly what's happening, but then something fucks up your eyesight, right? It's distorted like the Hubble lens, you know, they had to put in a, say a program to, to fix the Hubble lens. So, so anyway, uh, again, side note, but um, now, you know, you're seeing crooked for some reason. So your spirit sees that and it goes, well, what the fuck's going on? Right? Because you're sending uh, bad data to your spirit and your spirit doesn't know what's going on. So it doesn't know how to say, create a better environment for you. So that feedback loop that you create right between mind, body, and spirit gets messed up. And then what happens is that since it doesn't know what to feed back to you, this is where your environment gets worse and worse and worse, and it destroys it and disconnects itself. Um, and then what happens? Your identity, okay, your identity of self, again, starts to destroy because that there's a disconnection because you're supposed to be, um, your, your main goal is to be a pure version of human, okay, without the distortions, abuse pattern, all that, pure version of human. So, again, what happens, well, there is what happens is that, it's like, well, it doesn't understand what a pure version of human is anymore. And then it renders itself to adapt to the environment. Uh, again, a distorted version of human, right? Because it has to adapt. It has to survive because that's what it's all about. So, unfortunately. Um, so it does affect you. Uh, and then this is where people start to, again, go crazy mentally unstable, uh, mental instability and all that. Uh, starts to happen because that connection gets destroyed. Uh, do you envision any homicides that may pop up after some time has passed for those vaccinated? Uh, oh, of course. Uh, again, a lot more mental disturbances, a lot more, say, strange diseases, strange illnesses. Uh, you know, if you lived long enough um, or, you know, if you could perpetuate, you know, through, uh, you know, through birth, um, you would have, say, non-human forms uh show up so uh, is shedding real some non-vaccinated being affected by exposure to those who are vaccinated well i talked about that again you're and that's the problem with this type of so-called vaccine is that uh, it changes it changes the essence of your dna and what your dna is sending out you're always sending out information about you all the time that's how, if you think about it, people treat you, even if you don't speak the language or whatever, right? You get treated the same way. The reason why is your DNA sending out information. It's like, hey, treat me like this. Create my reality the way it's 
the way I expect it. And then people treat you that way. So that mechanism gets um, distorted and destroyed. So, yes. Um, and people, again, who are um, um, doesn't have people who don't have a clear identity of who they are. Well, uh, people who don't have a clear identity of who they are. Well, what happens is that they adapt other people's identities. So say if the masses are taking vaccines, then you're going to adapt. Uh, and that's part of, again, there's so many topics here I can talk about, but the mastermind, right? Uh, a mastermind, when two or more individuals come together, it creates a third person. So that third person dictates or controls the uh, the relationship. So if it's two people, if it's 10 people, if it's a million people, if it's 7.5 billion people, there's one, say, personality that controls uh, that relationship. So, again, you have to step out of that mastermind or that consciousness, as I call it. And that's why we've created, say, that pure consciousness, right? As in the 18 days, that's what it's all about, disconnecting completely from this mastermind called human uh human society uh does a strong immune system make a person more immune to shedding uh not necessarily an immune system but a strong identity of self yes uh that would help you because you know again if you have a strong identity of self you won't get distorted by other people's vision of you right you're not going to get affected uh and all that so that's what's more important again a strong identity Uh, and people who do have not necessarily, so that's so I won't say that. Uh, is there a physical remedy to minimize, prevent shedding if you loved if your loved ones has been vaccinated? So mention pine needles. Uh, that might uh, that might help you. Uh, you know those things to boost your immune system. And again, that's the physical nature, but at a deeper level, you know you need to again boost your identity of who you are. Uh, the 18 days, uh, the 18 day. Uh, meditations, uh, soon to be called singularity meditations. Uh, those would be self. Uh, those would be fantastic. Again, creating a strong self-identity is highly important. Uh, is there anything administered with COVID testing with via nasal swab testing? Yes. Uh, those, those, um, by the way, uh, those testing, they don't, they don't test if you have COVID or not. Uh, and even the guy that invented that test, uh, on or, or the principle of the test basically says it doesn't tell you if you're sick or not. It just it I don't know what it does, but uh, again, it doesn't tell you if you've got COVID. So and there's other elements in the swabs that might create illness for you uh, again to uh, as they test it for you. So uh, so again, it depends on how strong you are physically. Can frequency work be used to reverse any negative side effects? Uh, that's the key here. Uh, and so I'm doing research uh, on this. And again, I, I can't guarantee anything uh, because it is very new, right? The vaccine. Uh, but the people who have worked on, um, and let me tell you a little bit about what, how I do. So my frequencies, and it's been tested uh, on human DNA, literally breaks down human DNA. And we tested it against like cell phone radiation and then my frequencies. I actually broke down uh, your DNA faster than, say, cell phones. Okay, and that's scary, of course. But the difference is that cell phones and, you know, other frequencies that, say, destroy and break down the DNA keep breaking down the DNA. 
right? Because the natural element uh, is about breaking it down. Uh, and so my frequencies break down DNA. But, you know, if you think of like the DNA strands, it has to say separate itself. And then when I say rewire you, that's basically literally what's happening for you, okay? Is that, yes, it pulls apart, it breaks down, but then, you know, you, you filter in, you know, a frequency that awakens that DNA. So as you put yourself back together, okay, as the DNA comes back together, it rewires itself to a stronger version of itself. And this is where people cure themselves of, like I mentioned earlier, you know, diseases or heart issues or, you know, cancers and so on like that. Uh, again, it's a breakdown and then a reconnect, right? Say that you plugged in, you know how you plug, you know, wires into a computer, right? And those wires were plugged in wrong. So basically what I do is like, hey, let's unplug the wires and then plug them in the proper way. And then you get a better connection, better whatever, right? Uh, cell phone radiation, this vaccine basically unplugs you and then keeps unplugging you and unplugging you. So, and that's the problem. And then, well, then you deteriorate. So vaccines uh, speed that work. So my research, if you guys are interested, is about, hey, it's a fast way to unplug you. Is that can my frequencies, again, reconnect you the proper way? Okay. So it's almost like a near-death experience where, like, again, I got awakened from a near-death, right? Because it unplugged me from the constraints of space and time or human identity or what I, you know, what I talked about, human consciousness, it unplugged me from that. And then I plugged into a better version of myself outside of the human consciousness. And then again, that's where my life, and then that's what I do to, again, hundreds of thousands around the world. That's how I make a better life for them. So again, I'm just, uh, again, throwing it out there, have research where, you know, we do frequency meditations to, if you're going to get unplugged, right, uh, replug you. So again, I'm not guaranteeing anything, but uh, what we can do is like test it out. Uh, so those who say might have gotten the vaccine, and again, it's a magnifier. So I, I'll tell you one thing for sure: people who are really, really fearful, you know, and took the vaccine as a safety mechanism, okay, it's going to magnify. Even if you come do the meditations with me, it's just going to magnify that effect until you awaken to the point that you go, I don't need that fear anymore. So I'll tell you right off the bat. Okay. So again, um, that's what will happen because that's what happens to people who have fear, right? That fear has to come out. And again, it magnifies everything that you're not so you can release it. So if you're awakened to a level that you go, well, shit, that's not mine. I can release it, let it go. Uh, then say these frequencies um, that I'm suggesting will benefit you. Okay. So again, it, it's not going to work for all. Uh, uh, it depends on the frequencies that you're at. Right. Again, like I said, vaccines are, uh, are a magnifier. Oh, I'm just uh, my frequencies are a magnifier. So putting you back. Right? You'd have to remove that fear to put you back the proper way or plug you in the proper way. So, so that's what, um, so those people who say took the vaccines because they had to, right? Uh, they lost their job. They didn't want to. They got forced into it, right? Or they took the vaccines and they, then they go, shit, what the fuck did I do? Right? Those types of individuals or people who didn't take the vaccines. And this is another thing. You didn't take the vaccine because you're afraid as hell. 
again, you would have to remove that fear standpoint. Uh, so if you did the meditations with me, again, it would mess you up a bit uh, as well, because again, the underlying factor is fear. Um, there seems to be a mirroring effect. Those vaccinated don't want to be around the unvaccinated for fear of COVID exposure. Uh, those unvaccinated don't want to be around vaccine for fear. No, it's not about that. Although at a physical level, it is. It literally is what I talked about, the DNA. It it starts to edit you if you don't have a self-identity. Okay. Um, <clears throat> other vaccine questions uh, for the vaccine episode. Uh, please address different countries or continents. The virus has affected different geographical areas differently. I wonder if the vax will too. Uh, yes. Uh, and again, depending on not necessarily your uh, viability, but the health standards of that country. Okay. So again, the USA doesn't have, you know, doesn't have, say, the best health standards. It's like 34th or 40 uh, as far as health of its citizens, unfortunately. So, uh, so that's an issue, you know, that people have to fight with. So uh, other countries, uh, again, it's the consciousness that's more uh, conducive to this. Is that is that country awakened enough? Because it is a magnifier. Is that consciousness, say, awakened enough? And then the health factors as well. So um, uh, two, could Moss talk about the vaccines that are not on the market yet? Are there some that are going to be better company managed named uh, Medigo? is in phase three testing of vaccines made from plants, would this one be acceptable? Well, if it's an actual vaccine against something, sure. Uh, it seems okay. Uh, um, but again, uh, it just seems that that won't get out from what I'm seeing. It'll be stuck in phase three. You know, it's it's so interesting that, you know, these benevolent type companies that are coming out, they'll have to go through so much testing and so much of this and so much of that. So, you know, by the time it goes through, um, you know, uh, the thing is going to be over with. So what, uh, you know, how does that work? Although, you know, these pharmaceuticals that got the green light, they fucking didn't go through phase one testing. They didn't go through phase two or phase three or any of the phases. They just said, hey, this is uh, the thing. And then people go, and then whoever's, who's ever in bed with them is like, yeah, okay. So why do these other vaccine companies, you know, have to go through all these phases? Nobody else did. So what the hell? So again, those are the things that, you know, we have to uh, take at a conscious logic level and go, you know, what the fuck's happening here? Um, can you address older vaccines other than COVID and work on children? And yes, I have. Back to my uh, son, uh, oldest son, almost died from vaccination. Uh, and again, I'm against the vaccines, but even at the time, you know, it's like you had to take the vaccines because, you know, he had to go to school and stuff. Uh, he almost died from it. Yes. So uh, working on that, you know, re again, reversing the effects, uh, again, people who have autism, so on, reversing the effects of those. Again, I'm not saying I cure people. All I do and nobody can cure you. The medical society, I don't care what the fuck they say. They can't cure you. Okay? No matter what they do. The only thing that cures you is you, your natural element of, 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 of curing yourself, okay? That natural healing ability propensity that you have. If that is not awakened, nothing will cure you. Nothing will save you, 
no matter how good the vaccines are, no matter how good the medication, medication or the surgeon or whatever it is, nothing will cure you. Uh, and that's what I do best, by the way. I awaken your natural healing abilities uh, to come through. And that's how people say transform themselves. Right? Without that, no matter how good the doctor is, no matter how good the company says their medicine is, it doesn't fucking matter. It just doesn't matter. It's your natural awakening abilities. Uh, so the older vaccines, uh, yes, uh, we've done that. In fact, we were thinking of, uh, again, creating something for that. Uh, a lot of autism is caused by that. And then obviously the nutrition value, especially here in the U.S. Uh, by the way, there's more autistic people, I think, here in the U.S. and uh, some of the countries that <clears throat> have the same uh, food groups or uh, I, I wouldn't even call it food. Uh, anymore on what most Americans eat. So uh, could Moss guide us, could Moss guide those of us who feel the judgment of others regarding our decision and to get the vaccine? Well, uh, again, it's your body, by the way. It's your choice. Once you make that choice, right, uh, you're stuck with it. You can't go backwards. So don't get pushed into anything that you don't want to do. So whether you take the vaccine, know that it's your choice. Whether you don't really want to take the vaccine, Know that it's your choice and don't do it no matter how much you get pushed. People go, well, I have to take the vaccine because I want to travel. So if it's a necessity for you to travel, again, be awakened and again, uh, fake it or do whatever that you need to do if you really don't want to take it. Right. Or do you even have to travel? You know, fuck it. I'm not going to travel and I'm not going to take your damn vaccine. You know, again, when you're getting forced into situations like that and it's not a necessity or it's not a real cause or it's not a real issue, then there's something going on underneath it. So be mindful of that. And if more people, you know, awaken and go, hey, I'm not going to take the vaccine and I don't care, I won't travel. I'm just not going to travel. What does that say? Because this economy runs on money. That's why, you know, the airlines, it's okay for you to sit next to somebody with your mask on and you're not six feet apart. The airlines were losing fucking money, right? They make you stand like six feet apart through, you know, through the, corridors and the terminals and stuff but when you're in the plane i guess COVID takes a break right so again start to understand that guys you have more control than you think so don't get suckered into that right you don't want to do it uh then don't do it it's your body you're going to be responsible for uh, again uh for the actions that you have you always are so again don't get pushed into it uh and if you do be in a, be that awakened person but again don't get pushed into it. What is the effect of the max on long term? Talked about that. Again, over the years, uh, you're going to see some strange ass illnesses, strange ass people, uh, like depression, uh, disorders. Uh, um, yeah. People not identifying them as humans. Uh, thank you for your time, guys. Uh, again, we went a little overboard. But I think it was worth it. Uh, again, notice what you notice and then uh, well, notice those details. Thanks for joining. The episode you just listened to is encoded with frequencies of higher consciousness. It's normal if you begin to feel differently or confused. It's the process of change. For best results, observe and practice spatial referencing. Ask yourself, What if I could choose things differently? To learn more, subscribe to the Exponential Intelligence Podcast 
sign up for the newsletter for exclusive information and offers, or join Maz on social media through the links in the show notes below.